It's August 2021. This is a Snow Day Podcast Extra. It's me and Stevie D at Studio P and his request to producer Mike for a sabbatical. Snow day, I'm hoping for a snow day. Don't want to sleep today away. If we had a snow so here's how it all shook down. Loyal listeners of the pod will know that Steve hasn't been on the last couple. I got him out to Studio P. And producer Mike insisted I put him in front of a microphone to do some HR business. Producer Mike might be in charge, but I run the microphones. So we started with a check-in. You can't catch up with me because I'm in a witness protection program. <laughs> and, you know, I got to stay on the move. So what's up? Just the same as always, just more and faster. Uh, you know, still uh, working between Winnipeg and Toronto and... Uh, you know, doing a little bit of traveling and the boys have some transitions this, you know, this year. Uh, Bray is going from his co-op back into engineering and Zane has finished high school and figuring out his life and, and stuff like that. So yeah, just uh, more of the same, trying to change the world. That didn't feel like quite enough, so I squeezed Steve for a brush with greatness story. That was one of the episodes that he couldn't make. We know that he comes in contact with a lot of very interesting people, but this one act tongue baby he was stuck in a moment he didn't want to get out of on this beautiful day i got a lot and i think i minimize how great they are sometimes (laughs) because you know it's not until i think about them but i was in uh, uh, long beach california in 2013 supporting one of the ted uh, speakers i was her coach orly waba if you haven't seen her ted talk yet it's pretty awesome so I was kind of coaching her and stuff. So I got the backstage and some big hitters were there. Peter Singer, Jim Carrey, Dr. Kate Stone, who I met. And uh, we got our, our practice times mixed up. We had a schedule and we were supposed to end up the, at the green room on the big stage. It's almost run as smooth as the Oscars. Same security. It's detail. It's pretty wild. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm sitting in the green room and Bono walks in like by himself, not a big crowd, not a big entourage. <laughs> and I stand up and I'm like, I go, uh, hey. And he goes, and he was so down to earth. I said, uh, he put out his hand. I said, hey, I'm Steve DeGroote and uh, waiting for Orly. And he goes, yeah, I'm Bono. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> you don't say Bono who? And, you know, he was kind of wondering, was there one of his management team came in and kind of wondered why I was there. And they just said, we're going to figure out. So we, we spent a lot of time. We just sat down. And what was really weird is that I was so taken aback by being in this space that I was almost frozen inside. Like I was pretty, I was probably playing it cool, but I wanted to get a picture. And I thought if I get a picture, it's going to be so uncool because we're in this personal space. Like no one's getting autographs. And then I had in my bag, I was working on a TV show and we had the final copy that was just signed with a production company. And how cool would it be to put his name on this thing and just sign it? And I decided halfway through the conversation, I think we were there almost an hour, and two things I wanted to ask him that I didn't, you know, you think of these things after you leave. We talked a lot about his charity foundation. You know me, right? I'm not interested (laughs) in, like, you know, Edge and and their history. The One Foundation has done so much amazing charity work, so we talked a lot about that. And I left there going, I wanted to ask, have you always been this down-to-earth and personable before the bazillions Mm -hmm. of dollars and the fame, or have you always been like this? And the other thing was, I wanted to say, so the boys I always sang With or Without You on my acoustic guitar to them for years. And I didn't know until Zane heard on the radio. He thought it was my song. <laughs> so when he was 10 years old, he's like, Dad, that's, that's your song on the radio. And then 
couple years later, I had to confess to him that it wasn't my song. It was U2's song. But it would have been cool to just tell Bono that my son thought that I, I wrote that song. You know, just have that kind of a connection. That would have been pretty cool. So, But he stole your song. He stole my song, like, years before I heard it. It's weird. It's some quantum thing. <laughs> some quantum thing. But you don't need any money. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't need any of his bazillions yeah. of dollars. Yeah, so it was a pretty cool uh, interaction, and it was private, and it was, you know, it was really neat. You know, sometimes you're in a situation where you've got this amount of time, and there's a thousand people trying to get there, and everyone's, like, jockeying. Yeah. And, yeah, it was a real genuine kind of hangout, so it was pretty cool. Pretty solid story, but the stars in my eyes dreaming of having met one of the biggest rock stars in the world didn't distract me from some of the business at hand. It was time to get down to nuts and bolts in this discussion of a sabbatical. I've submitted my application for a sabbatical. I think I've been breaking the rules by missing a couple. But yeah, I've got to talk to management and figure out if I can get a bit of a sabbatical to, you know, to get some stuff done. We'll see. Producer Mike called, and that's why we had to file the paperwork for the sabbatical. Um, so we're, we're hoping that works out. <laughs> I hope I can figure out what I get to do and what I can't do on my sabbatical, but I'm hoping to rack up some really good stories. Some would argue, starting with the four of us on the podcast, that producer Mike could maybe be a little more involved. He's really slid into an executive producer type role. But nobody likes doing HR, and that one falls on the guy at the top. Today, he does the heavy lifting. Hey Steve, producer Mike here. I want you to know we've received your request, and here at the Snow Day team, we value a strong work-life balance. For that reason, regrettably, out of an abundance of caution, we approve your sabbatical request. It was a very timely request as I've reviewed your attendance and according to our attendance management policy, you are in line for a first written warning. I will remind you that that will remain on your permanent record. From here, the team will regroup, pivot and move on one player short. I wanna wish you the best with your future business endeavors and also your growing company. And I hope we have you back very soon. Before I let him off the island and out of Studio P, I asked Steve. Okay, so we got to wrap this up. Before my, uh, my, my ankle bracelet starts to either beep or heat up. And I got to keep moving. I got to keep moving. Before the authorities get here. What's next for Steve? Because we might not catch up with you for uh, another episode or two. What's, uh, what's coming up? You're getting new roommates at home. And... Yeah, hanging with my boys. Zane's going to move in full time, which is really exciting. A little bit of time in Winnipeg, just for work reasons. And then off to Toronto again. And... And then, you know, now the, the pandemic's kind of changing. I wasn't going to say lifted, but tr I might be traveling again, you know, on the go. Just doing more of the same, building my little baby company, Brivia. Doing some <laughs> more really stories cool, coming up. Some real, there's going to be lots of really cool stories. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to connecting. Brivia.com. .ca. Yeah. Briviaconsulting.com. Yeah. but Briviaconsulting.com. This yeah. isn't a paid ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now Mike's going to be really yeah. pissed at me. Not only dragging my ass and asking for a sabbatical, I'm plugging my, my little company. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting nothing for it. Snow Day Podcast Extra Extra with DVD.